Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for inviting me. I wanted to start off asking you, how did we meet? How is it that you came to be on the podcast today? That's like a really fun story. I feel like I feel like I'm never gonna forget that night. Because <laughs> that was like a one-of-a-kind night that I had. Um, so we met through a mutual friend of ours. So that was probably like 2017, like quite a while ago now. So I remember I think I was either my first or second year at Rutgers. It was during the summer. And I went to um God, now I'm forgetting the name. Uh, stuff your face. Stuff your face. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been there so many times. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> stuff your face. <laughs> we went to stuff your face just to like hang out and like we were at the bar and then that's how we met. Um, so we were there and then we went to Esquina Latina. We did some dancing <laughs> and that was really fun because we both actually didn't really know how to dance <laughs> at that point. And what? I sucked. I remember I sucked so bad. <laughs> Why do you have to call me out like that? <laughs> because you're a great dancer now and you took Thank lessons, you. so you're a good dancer. <laughs> um, I'm still like working my way through, but I'll, I'll get there one day. Um, and then somehow we ended up in New York. <laughs> I have no idea like whose idea that was. So we ended up in mine. New York at another bar. Oh, it was your idea? I think it was mine. So we ended up in New York and we were at maybe like a bar or two. We were walking around, I remember, till yeah. like, oh my God, six in the morning. I will never freaking forget that. And then um, we came home and like at seven and we still managed to go for breakfast at like a Colombian bakery in Boundbrook. And from there, I think we just became friends and like hanging out and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, that That's was awesome. really fun. Yeah, yeah, the New York, the New York bar. I think it was at Cantinero, and oh my god, yeah. Mm -hmm. We just did some more dancing. It was it was a fun night, and yeah, I can't believe how much we we did that night. <laughs> Came back. Stayed. I I don't even know. Like I can't even stay up that late anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. No, what? Like I my bedtime is like ten now. Like ten, I'm like done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun yeah. night. Yeah. And and we did stay in touch. Um, and I love along the way we've, we've worked together on a bunch of projects, including that one Thanksgiving where I invited you to be a panelist for this workshop I wanted to have for my family. And the workshop we, we talked about our experiences and at the time I think you were already a professional starting at Turner and mm -hmm. I was an engineer. Still I'm an engineer and we got to share our stories of how we did it advice with all my my family i mean there's someone as young as in fifth grade to someone that's already in college and they were all ears listening to your story so here we are now on the podcast and i want to ask you i guess part like like an introduction you know who is amy luna who are you amy that's like a tricky question because like I think we're always like evolving and um, sometimes you think you know yourself and then you know you you change a little bit you progress as you move as you move in life. Um, 
I don't know. If I were to describe myself, I would say I'm just like a pretty focused woman, like just trying to make her way through her career, trying to be like just a re responsible, reliable person that my friends and family can go to. That's really just my my goal. Um, I'm Mexican. Very proud of that. We're both Mexican. Woo! <laughs> um, I just want to be like, I strive to be like a humble person. I hope I am, or I come across as that. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to make it through life, trying to learn as much as I can. And yeah, I think that's who I am. Cool, cool. <clears throat> so before I start asking you the importance of mental, emotional, physical health during our careers or during college. Can you tell us about you know, where you went to school and what you do now professionally? Yeah, um, so I started our, at RV just as you did. Um, I went there for three years. I started um, as business administration, um, you know, cause out of high school, I knew like I wanted to do accounting and then um, I kind of had a shift and uh, my second year I actually switched to preform. And then I went back to business administration. Um, then I transferred on to Rutgers and I did accounting there. Um, and then I started working at Turner Construction as a project accountant. Very cool. Very cool. And you've been with Turner how long now? Um, it'll be two and a half years because yeah, I started in August, so cool. at the three year mark. How how has you know you you've achieved a lot? I believe you're also a first generation college student in the yes. United States. In the United States. In the United States, yes. Yeah. Your mother was also an engineer in Mexico, yeah. right? Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah, she was also an engineer um in Mexico and she did work as an engineer for a few years but the salary there wasn't you know what an engineer would make here so she decided like let me just try how the U.S. would work out and she eventually came here um so yeah I love that so you definitely had an incredible role model growing up I love mm -hmm. that so so yeah let's dive into the the importance of mental emotional and physical health and you know, what was that for you in college? Were you the person that, you know, regularly like exercised, did yoga, uh, meditated, or were you more like me and just pulled, pulled reckless all-nighters all of the time? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hard. Like, honestly, I think like up until I got to Rutgers, I was pretty like, okay. Um, but then once I got to Rutgers, that first year really like killed me because I was working full time at CBS. And then I was also taking full time classes at Rutgers. And I remember that first year, I feel like I had no social life. It was just like me going back and forth from work to school, work to school. And it was tough. And then like that same year, too, I uh, moved out with uh, my dad. Mm -hmm. I lived in uh, with my dad and my stepmom. Um, previously, I had I had always lived with my my sister and my mom. So that shift also was was hard for me to like kind of be on my own. Like start a new school. It was like a bigger school. I didn't really like know a lot of people. 
So it was hard, I think, that first year for me to like, for that transition from like RV, where I had all my friends and I knew people, to like Rutgers, where I felt like pretty lonely in that first year. But it was mm -hmm. later on, I, I got better with that transition. Cool. So, so to remedy, you know, those lows, having to commute everywhere and being in a new environment, what can you tell me about having strong support groups? Like, you know, your family, close friends, did you prioritize that, especially knowing that, you know, you're, you were going through all this change? Yeah, I mean, like, I've always had a pretty strong relationship with like my family, like my family means everything to me. And then my friends, like, uh, like along the way from like Rutgers and like even now through work, I've made like great friends. So I can honestly say like, I have a really good like friend group that I can always go to and they give me advice and I can kind of lean on when I have those like tough moments in life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really important to have a good relationship, a good kind of like group, a, a good network, because sometimes you feel a little lost and you feel alone and you need those people to kind of like put you back into like that present moment, bring you back to, you know, get you out of that like whole bubble and especially like your mind because you know, you really live in your mind. And if you're like overthinking, like that happens to me all the time. I start overthinking, overthinking, I can get stuck in my head. So it's nice to have those people around you to like kind of bring you back to reality. Sure. And I think like having a routine too, like during your college career is really important because I know for sure, like I didn't prioritize like working out and like eating well and eventually that catches up to you you start feeling really you know weak and if you don't feel good on the inside you're not gonna look good on the outside <laughs> i like people, that like i i'm not good and people are not gonna you're not gonna be like an approachable person overall so you really have to stay on top of it even though it's really hard sometimes with with your schedule when you're working and school mm -hmm. Cool. So you said you eventually, you know, transferred to Rutgers University and graduated. Now you're at Turner. So I want to ask you, why did you go to college? Why was that even something you considered or did you ever consider not going to college? Was there ever another option for you? Um, I think like my mom had a lot to do with that because mm -hmm college my dad didn't go to college but both of my parents always told me like you have to go to college because like I don't want to see you doing the same job that I'm doing and my mom said you know there's going to be a time when like your dad and I won't be around and you have to support yourself um so that really made me like kind of think like you know I really have to get my shit together <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I thought like I have to have like a good career or a good job or be in a good place where I can take care of myself financially. Um, mm -hmm. And honestly, like out of high school, I didn't really like see any other option. Um, I think also because being like the first child you and also like, you know, having parents that are immigrants, they're not really like informed about how the process is here. You're not really like thinking about like, oh, I can do a trade school or maybe I can do like a, 
another degree that doesn't require like a four year that just wasn't something that I was really like aware of like other options that I could do so for me, it was like go to college or you know or nothing like that was my own <laughs> that's harsh <laughs> that's that's just how I grew up is like my my mom always was like you're going to college my mom was always very strict with me like with my grades like I had to get good grades um so you know I don't I don't think it was like necessarily a bad thing but now like looking back um I think I would have liked to take like a gap year and I don't think uh, that's something that I think should be normalized a little bit more because out of high school, like I was feeling feeling like a little lost. And maybe if I had taken a gap year, I would have done two years at RV instead of three. Um, just to experience like maybe or figure out like what I really wanted to do or see like other options that I had. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's really why I went to college because just the way that I grew up and my parents just motivated me to go. Mm -hmm. So from the sounds of it, I think I know what the answer will be, but do you, do you think it was worth it? Why or why yeah. not? I think it was worth it. Um, honestly, like I'm happy with my job. I, I feel very, you know, fulfilled there. I feel like I have a good work-life balance. How do you deal with like everything? Like, how do you handle it all? What you mentioned work-life balance. What does that mean for you? Everyone's definition is different for work-life balance, right? yeah dealing with stress like for me it's always i feel like i have to be going to the gym or like working out or something because if i don't feel good like and like shitty like i i have to like kind of sort of take that energy out some way so for me it's always like i have to work out and like i've noticed that sometimes i don't feel like working out just push myself and be like you know what even if I do like a little bit of abs or like go for a run even if it's like five minutes and I'm like totally out of breath but like when I <laughs> I feel so much better so that's my way of dealing with stress is being physically active for a little bit too when um uh the, the first year that I was at Rutgers I had a lot of anxiety like and I didn't really know how to like deal with it and it was affecting me physically so something that I kind of did was I'm not really good at meditation I hope I wish I would be better at meditation but when I would wake up I would actually just like sit on the floor for like just like five minutes and kind of just like take deep breaths and I learned this like exercise where I think now I'm, try I'm trying to remember but it was like um think of something like think of like a smell or like what do you smell like kind of like your five senses like your smell what do you see what do you hear what are you feeling like with the touch so I would do that like in the mornings and then at night I would just tell myself like what are three things that I'm grateful for um, and that kind of brings you back to earth like you know those pies en la tierra cool um, have to be think of three things that you're grateful for today in your life and I would kind of do that for a little bit um just to kind of deal with like my anxiety that I had hmm. yeah that's powerful thanks 
I like think back on like myself and like what would I have told myself like three two years ago you know going through like college and stuff yeah yeah like I mean I think for me I it was always like being very self-critical and I always felt like I was kind of behind or like I wasn't you know being as successful as like my peers or like kind of like comparing like where you are in life and it's like the biggest thing that I, if I could tell myself something it would be that like don't compare yourself to other people like just focus on yourself because everyone's journey is different and you don't know what it took for that person to get to that to that point in their lives and you just don't know what goes behind the scenes and like even on social media right like you see a picture you see a post and you're like oh, they have it so great and easy in life. And it might not be that way. Maybe they're actually struggling. And, you know, it's just like, that's what I have to keep reminding myself of, like, mm. and be comparing myself to other people. Yeah, not, maybe not negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think it was worth it in the end because I think, like, I'm in a good spot in my play, in my life where... I can take care of my family, I can take care of myself, and I don't have worry of like, you know, I need to get my life together. I worked hard to get here. I feel like my job, you know, is good. I have good coworkers. So I really don't feel like it was a bad decision at all. Great. That's good to hear. It's an investment, sounds like. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> so before you even like started working how did you even consider Turner how did you even how did they even get on your radar you know so um out of like right when I was graduating I was like crazy applying to like all of these places and I was losing hope because I kept getting rejected um and like normally for an accounting student like your next move is to work at a, a big four firm Um, and that's kind of like the path because normally working at a big four, um, they'll help you with like your CPA process. They'll probably reimburse you for like materials, the exam, which, you know, it costs a lot. And, um, also like with your education, you need to have 150 credits instead of 120. There's also, um, an experience requirement. So there's just a lot of requirements to get your CPA. So that's kind of just the ideal move for an accounting student. But um, it wasn't like that for me. I actually wasn't able to to work at a big four. And I forget how, but I came across this um, job listing for Turner. And I had heard about Turner from like engineering friends that I had. So I was kind of familiar with Turner, but not like I never thought of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna work at a construction company. Like I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just happened to get the interview and later on get the job, which made me really happy because um, I had a job like that. That's that's what I wanted. That was my goal was to get a job. And um, it turned out honestly to be a good decision. Like I don't regret it. I don't regret like, oh, like I should have worked at a big four, like, you know, because at times I'll be honest, like I felt like, why couldn't I get in the big four? Like, you know, because that's like, kind of like the prestigious 
you know, thing to work as, uh, to work in as an accounting student. But looking back, um, I don't regret it because I have a really good work-life balance. And yeah, they probably might make a little bit more, but like their commute takes like two to four hours. I live five minutes from my office. I have great coworkers. You know, I have no, like, I'm, I'm good. So it's a good trade-off for me and I'm happy. So that's what matters. Awesome. There's a lot of value there. So how did you know, like, it sounds like, yes, you were applying everywhere. Maybe you weren't having uh, much luck. Maybe you're getting desperate, but how did you know, you know, uh, accepting their offer was the right offer? You know, what would you maybe, I guess to ask you more, like, what would you have made you said no, say no to Turner? Like, um, maybe the salary. <laughs> if like I had, if it was not like a decent salary, probably would have said no. Um, like benefits, benefits is also something to look for um, when you're trying to accept an offer. Um, and I guess maybe it depends on like responsibilities. I don't know. Like for me, it was just knowing that it was somewhere for like when I was looking for a job, I was like, I need to be somewhere close to home. Like mm -hmm. I really want to have a good work-life balance. Like that was really important to me. So knowing that it was in a ideal location, um, I actually like the smaller tight knit kind of department versus having like a really large company. I think you kind of get lost when you're in like a very big company. So I kind of liked that too about Turner. Cool. Cool. So now you you're at work, you've been working for over two years now. How do you, how do you bring, do you, are, do you feel like you can bring your whole self to work? Are you bringing your whole self to work? And then from that, do you see yourself standing out? Do you still, do you try to get involved with stuff at work? Um, yeah, so like my first year, it was kind of a struggle for me because I am somewhat of like a, like I'm more shy and like introverted when like I first meet people. So it kind of takes me a, a while to like get out of my shell. So um, I'm actually really grateful I had a good, or I have a good boss and she's like my biggest mentor at Turner. And she really pushed me like, you need to network, you need to like talk to people because like in a construction company, engineers are kind of like the big department. And then it's like the other departments are below that, unfortunately, like, you know, because we have finance, we have procurement costs and they're kind of like, um, you're not on the job site so you're kind of like forgotten about a little bit so she always told me like networking is like your biggest uh your biggest tool to to get yourself out there so like my first year I was like super nervous she made me do presentations in front of like the managers um, and project execs and just finding different ways to to get myself out there and be known and I really like appreciated that um, and since then, I feel like I've gotten a lot more comfortable with myself. I've tried to like, just honestly push myself to be involved in as many groups as I can. Um, 
And now I'm actually like a co-leader for two of our ERGs. So that's really helped me, you know, since I started at Turner because I was very like shy and more introverted to myself, but I learned to kind of get out of my shell and I'm a lot more comfortable with, with my coworkers now. And I'm not like afraid or like thinking what others think of me and stuff. I just know that like, what I bring to the table is is valuable and that's what they'll judge me by. Great, you said ERGs, what, what are those? So ERGs are employee resource groups that um, your company will offer. So there can be different employee resource groups. So for example, at Turner, we have um, the, the diversity inclusion group, which is geared towards like minorities and hmm. they, they usually offer different aspects like professional development, networking opportunities, um, even reaching out to their um, alumni colleges. So like we'll reach out to RVCC, which I've already done talking to students, Rutgers, you know, um, and just different opportunities to kind of get yourself towards um, or just be a better employee and having those leadership capabilities. That's awesome. Sounds like you're really involved. So I wanted to end, I guess, with one last question. When did when did you make it, or when will you make it? And what does it mean to make it, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I think like maybe if you had asked me like two years ago, like, did you like how how do you know when you when you made it? I would have been like, yeah, like. I got a job and you know I had like x amount of salary like I'll be content you know that's that's when you know I made it but like now that I've worked um it's my perspective of that is has shifted a little bit I think making it is just being content with um, yourself most importantly um with the way that you live your life because not everything is materialistic and, and money, you know, those things come and go, but you know, you have to really like enjoy your life. And I think I will know that I've made it um, once I feel like I'm in a place where I feel fully content with myself and knowing that I can bring value and be the best version of myself. Um, and just being a valuable person to other people, being someone that they can look to as a, as a resource, um, because that's something that I like doing is helping others, um, essentially. And that's kind of like what I hope to be for my sister, because she's in that process right now, going through college, and she'll come to me and ask me how to, like, you know, what should I do? What, what, what are my next steps and stuff? So now it's, it's cool that I've, I've been through that process and I, I can be that guy for her. Um, so that's, I think, when I know I'll make it in life. Awesome. That's awesome. And and not worrying about the money, that's coming from a CPA. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not almost, yet, almost, <laughs> almost. Yeah. I see you doing it, but that's awesome. So so I want I want to know, I want you to let the, the audience know how how can they reach Amy Luna? You know, if they had questions um, about being Amy Luna, being an accountant, working for Turner, uh, what's the best way people can, can reach out to you? 
Um, I mean, I have a lot of like social media platforms. So like LinkedIn is a really good like networking if you want to kind of get a background of, you know, my uh, history with work because I'm pretty sure I still have like Auntie Anne's listed as like my from high school. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know honestly if I have that or maybe CVS or ShopRite. I don't um, and I have Instagram. Um, it's my personal one, but like if you have Instagram and you don't have LinkedIn, you can reach me through there. Um, you can email me at my like job email. Um, I can give you that. Joelle and you can provide that um, all my social media stuff if you need to reach out to me or if you have questions about what it's like being an accounting major or going through the process of finding a job or I'm not a CPA yet but hopefully one day <laughs> so we'll one see yeah, you can reach me through there great Amy well thanks for coming on the show and we we look forward to having you back thank you